For the second straight off season, the Atlanta Braves see a franchise player and a cornerstone player get away in free agency as Dansby Swanson has signed a huge deal with the Chicago Cubs. We'll talk about that and also what do the Braves do next on this special edition of a Locked On Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Locked On Braves, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani, and you can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On underscore Braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast. If you're new, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. We're up over 3,500 subscribers on youtube now so appreciate all the support there if you want to continue to support this show all you got to do is hit that thumbs up button and that notification bell on this video and as always thanks for making lockdown braves your first listen of each and every day and we got a special episode edition today maybe not all that uh happy or exciting for some of you fans out there but dansby swanson has made his decision we talked about earlier this week i thought it might come early next week but Maybe he's back home from the the honeymoon sooner than I thought, and he has made his decision, and he has chosen the Chicago Cubs. So the Atlanta Braves will have a new shortstop in 2023. Dansby Swanson will now be a member of the Chicago Cubs, signing a seven-year deal worth $177 million. Now, we've talked about this all week and really a lot in the offseason, but particularly yesterday on yesterday's podcast, we're talking about the fact that I believe Dansby would take less money to play with the Braves, but it would have to be close. And, you know, on the flip side of saying that, another way in saying that is, is that if another team wanted to get Dansby Swanson, they were going to have to overpay. And what we've seen in this free agent market this offseason with these shortstops is teams are overpaying and they are overpaying big time. Never, never, ever would I have thought Dansby Swanson would get $177 million. And I am one of Dansby's biggest fans. Love Dansby Swanson. Even before this breakout season last year, I said, I want him to be the future shortstop of the Atlanta Braves because I do believe in the intangibles. I believe in his leadership, what he does off the field. Even with all of that, giving him $177 million over seven years, in my opinion, is just not smart business for a guy who, for the majority of his career, has been a two to three win player. And in a you know career season at 28, um, so granted he's coming into his prime, but he has a career season, a six-war season. That to me, you're paying if you're the Cubs are paying for that. Essentially, they're paying that Dansby Swanson is going to be a six-win player for the next five, six, seven years. And that's what they're hoping for as they try to turn things around there in Chicago. There'd been a little, a lot of talks, not a little, a lot of talks about him potentially going to Chicago. His wife 
you know, playing for the soccer team there. I don't know that that had as much to do with it. I'm sure that's a happy benefit, but the Cubs offered him $177 million. We know that the last offer that we know of from the Braves was around $100 million. I got to think, I would actually hope that at some point they upped that offer a little bit. It maybe got to 120, maybe 130. That still ain't even close to what the Cubs gave Dansby Swanson. So, again, like I said, there had to be a big gap in order for another team to steal Dansby Swanson away from the Braves. Yet another player like Freddie Freeman, who you know wanted to be here and would have taken less money to be here. But I mean, we're talking about a 50, 60 million dollar gap between what the Braves were potentially offering and what the Cubs offered him. As much as you want to play somewhere and you know, as much as you want to be there, that's just way too much money to just leave sitting on the table. And I gotta imagine there are other teams involved as well, you know, who were probably around the 150 mark. So it's just too much of a difference in terms of what the Braves were willing to do and what other teams were willing to do. I've said all offseason for me, 18 million a year is what I would feel comfortable giving Dansby Swanson. I'd go as high as 20 maybe even 22 a year, but then I think you're getting in a little uncomfortable territory. But the Cubs gave him over $25 million a year. That's the AAV on this deal. Even with that seventh year, it's twenty-five over $25 million a year. That is just a lot of money for Dansby Swanson, a player that I love, but a player who outside of this past season has been a two- or three-war player, and a lot of that war coming from his defense. If that defense goes, and that you know typically does when you get in your, your 30s, which, again, he's just playing next year at 29, but if that defense goes, I don't believe that offense is good enough to carry him, you know, carry that, that price tag, essentially, that the Cubs gave him. So Cubs wanted him. Cubs paid a heavy price to get him, and now the Braves have to move on and, and find somebody else at shortstop. So... I'm um, going to take a quick break here. I want to get to some of your comments. I see the, the chat section rolling here. So I want to get to some of those, and we'll obviously talk about what the Braves are going to do next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They have it all at BetOnline.net. Here on this Saturday, I'm relaxing, watching a little bit of college football, watching a little bit of college basketball, and then, bam, we get a Dansby Swanson news. So here we are. But there's plenty of sports out there for you to watch and bet on over at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts like this one, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix and do so responsibly. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So I see all the, the comments rolling in here. I want to try to get to some of these, and I'm going to try to uh, apologize but not get to the ones that are, are yelling at me. Uh, William Fulgham says, glad for Swanson. Um, they overpaid for him, and they did. And, and good for Dansby. Look, and I should have said this up top. First of all, big thank you to Dansby Swanson and what he has done for this team and this franchise. Same thing with Freddie Freeman last year, you know, Big thank you to him for what he's done for this franchise. You know, both of them really, more so Freddie, but, you know, Dansby kind of signified the first, you know, big move in that rebuild. And you thought he was going to come in and be that team leader to bring them back to uh, contention, bring them back to a World Series. And and he was 
And while things were a bit shaky there in the beginning, you know, he ultimately became that leader uh, at the shortstop position for the Braves and helped bring them a World Series title. So, yes, thank you, William. First off, thank you to Dansby Swanson. Thank you for what you did in that Braves uniform. Again, one of my favorite players, and obviously I love the shortstop position, hence my uh, my Twitter handle. But thank you to Dansby Swanson, everything he did for the Atlanta Braves. Um, user says Grissom going to pull a Pena this coming season and turn into an all-star LCS MVP would love that. One thing I keep in mind with the Pena Grissom comparisons is Pena is three years older than Von Grissom. Uh, went through, you know, a college player. So he's a little bit more mature and a little bit more seasoning on him. Uh, Hein says, can I get a Conforto or bust? Well, we will talk about that a little bit more in a second. I, I'm kind of have the, the notion now the Braves just won't do anything else. And I talked about that a little bit yesterday that it almost felt to me like it was Dansby or bust. And if they're not going to get Dansby, then they're going to try to stay under the luxury tax. But we'll see if that's the case. But there's not a lot left out there. Benintendi's off the board. Obviously, Dansby's off the board now. There just aren't a lot of great candidates out there, at least on the free agent market, that are going to be a huge upgrade. Uh, but Conforto, I think, certainly would be one. But I think if you're going to do that, you got to find a way to get rid of Rosario and or Ozuna. Uh, Tom A says, going to miss Dansby, especially defensively. And I agree. And I'm a, you know, I love defense. It's what, you know, I enjoy watching. So another reason I love Dansby, I love Angleton Simmons. I love Raphael for call. Uh, I love watching uh, the defense. Um, so that is certainly going to be uh, missed. Um Smoke 311 says, Sai, I guess he doesn't want to win. Look, I've talked about this previously this week as well. The Cubs are a franchise. They can turn things around quickly, and especially in the NL Central, which is a very winnable division. Um, you know, and that brings that brings another thought to me. And we've talked about this that the, while the Brewers don't want to trade Willie Adamas now, now that the Cubs are trying to turn this thing around. If we get into this season and we get to the deadline and, you know, the Cardinals and Cubs and Brewers are there all battling it out and the Brewers, you know, don't see themselves really having a chance, then maybe Adamas becomes available at that point. But bottom line, the Cubs are a team. They can get back to winning. They have the money and the resources to do so. Uh, so I think over the length of that contract, I think the Cubs will be back in contention. It may not be in 2023, but I think very soon, especially in that division they play in, Cubs can compete. Um, Joe Wild said it was obviously going to happen. Let's sign Andrews and Conforto or Duvall. Um, I'm kind of backed off on the Andrews thing a little bit. I mean, I wouldn't hate it if they have if it happens, but at this point, I'd rather just see them roll with what they have in Arcia if they don't think Grissom is ready and let Arcia handle it until Grissom hopefully is ready or just roll with Grissom. Um, uh, Davis Gorman says Conforto or bust as well. So he's on the, the same uh, train as Hines. Um, AJ Evans says, you're not going to get another Matt Olson trade since the farm is dead. I would agree with that. And I don't really know what big shortstop trade options are out there anyway. Um, Matthew Anderson, if you want to play in Atlanta, you play in Atlanta. It was over when his stay home price was 140 million. Um, I think if you want to stay in Atlanta, you have to take less money. And that's something that Chipper Jones told Freddie Freeman. But again, we're talking about a $50 million gap. 
maybe even more between what the Braves were offering and what the Cubs offered him. Uh, it'd be hard for anybody to turn down that much money, even if you wanted to play, you know, even if it was for somewhere you really want to play. Uh, we got a lot of Conforto or bust in here. Uh, Kenneth Clark says, good luck with your new team, Dansby. Um, AJ Evans says, it's either hoping the moon and stars for Von Grissom in one offseason or some aging bridge. And I think that's where we are. It's either you get a stopgap to hold things over or it's a lot of wishful thinking for Von Grissom to suddenly become ready defensively at the shortstop position in one offseason. So I, I'm a little skeptical of that, um, but I think that's what the Braves are hoping for. Um, and I think that is, you know, like you said, a lot of hoping for the moon and stars with that. Um, Brad Horn says that hopefully we can hope that Grissom is the Braves version of the next Derek Jeter. A lot of people thought when Dansby Swanson came over that he was going to be kind of that version of, of Derek Jeter, just, you know, a winner, um, somebody who, you know, can get a lot of hits, but Dansby really, he, he was the winner part, I believe, but became more of a power over hit type of guy. Um, yeah, I agree with that. AJ Evans. I think it's a lot to ask Vaughn to fill that big of a hole in one year. Um, but we'll see what happens, what they do. Uh, Michael McCord says, I'm glad we didn't pay that. And look, love or hate Alex Anthopoulos, he is not going to go beyond what he thinks a player's value is worth. He wasn't going to do it for Freddie Freeman. He definitely wasn't going to do it for Dansby Swanson either. And again, this is, a, in my opinion, is a huge overpay by the Cubs. And I think it's the only way you get Dansby Swanson is to have a huge overpay. And that's exactly what it is. And I'm glad that Alex Anthopoulos didn't do it, do it either. Uh, Robert Wilson says, good for Dansby. Too much would have been left on the table in Atlanta. Exactly right, what we talked about. Joe Wild says, Jake, do we sign Andrus now or go after either Duvall or Conforto? In my opinion... If those are your your options, I say go after Conforto. I mean, I think he is the the best big piece left out there, and it's a guy who didn't play at all last year, which is kind of funny to to say. But I just don't know. I don't know how much of an upgrade, or if it really isn't is an upgrade. Andrews is over Orlando RC at this point. Um, again, it does hurt your depth. That's my biggest caution against that, but. I think Conforto's the last big piece out there that could make a difference on this Braves team and fit what they need. But I'm a little hesitant at this point to say that they even do that. They're under the luxury tax by, you know, six million or so, which gives AA enough room to make a, you know, a small deadline deal if they need to. I'm just kind of getting the feeling they're gonna roll with what they have. Hope that Rosario bounces back. Hopefully Sam Hilliard uh finds they find something with Sam Hilliard and hopefully Ozuna does something as well i think there's a lot of hope in that but i'm kind of just feeling that's where the braves are going at this point um <laughs> i hope we don't get into another situation here where fans are blaming the spouses of braves players for signing somewhere else i know last year a lot of people put a a lot of heat on freddie freeman's wife or them deciding to leave to go to la i hope we're not getting the same thing here with uh with dansby's wife um 
Brad Horn says 25 plus AAV for uh, Swanson is an astronomical overpay. Glad AA was smart. He had one con- contract season. Just got to look forward. And that's like we talked about it with this market and the numbers that these shortstops were getting. You just had the feeling that Dansby Swanson was going to get thrown a lot of money. And if that were the case, the Braves were not going to get into a bidding war and compete. And that's exactly what happened. Look, AA's not going to go beyond what he's comfortable he doesn't doesn't matter who the player is. Again, he didn't do it for Reddy Freeman. He's certainly not going to do it for Dansby Swanson. AJ Evans mentioned that there's also a no trade clause in the deal, uh, and that is that is true. I didn't mention that off the top, so thanks for mentioning that. Um, Josh Ghetto says, "What a bummer! Now all three players involved in the pl- final play of the World Series clinching play are gone with uh, Will Smith, Freddie Freeman." And Dansby Swanson. I'm not so much upset about Will Smith um, being gone, but that is a little, little sad that the uh, Swanson Freeman combination are now gone. Um, Joe Wilde says, "Glad we didn't pay that." Uh, All we have is today says, "Good for you, Lieutenant Dansby." Um, Corey Carter says, "At that cost, the Braves were never really in the running," and I think so as well. I think. I think Dansby came back from vacation yesterday and talked with the Braves and said, Hey, what can you do? Alex said, you know, maybe here's two, you know, 115, here's 120. And Dansby said, I got an offer that is 50 million more than that that I am going to take. And, you know, looking in hindsight, and we kind of talked about it yesterday, all those small signings that the Braves made for infield depth, not pieces you're going to count on with Adrianza. Hopefully, these are players you're not going to use, but players that you need in case something happens to RC in case something happens to Grissom. And, you know, in hindsight, we probably should have seen the writing on the wall at that point. Uh, I don't agree with, with Maverick that, that AA is a cheap stake. He is, you know, the payroll is already the highest it's ever been. He's already locked up a lot of these young kids, which is so smart with what you see in the free agent market right now that he's able to lock up, these guys not paying anybody more than 22 million a year, but, and I've had this conversation offline with some other listeners, not everybody on the team can make $20 million a year. And unfortunately that's just where the Braves are. They have so many good players. You can't, can't pay everybody. And they were willing to pay Dansby a good amount, but nothing like what the Cubs were willing to say. Uh, AJ Evans says, I hate them prioritizing corner corner outfield but there has to be somebody at left field i agree with that but they're already paying 27 million for eddie rosario and marcelo zuna Uh, it's hard for me to see them committing much more to the left field position unless they're able to somehow move one of those contracts and save some money um Austin Reed says, I'll always root for the good guys. Good luck to Swanson. Keep up the great takes, Jake. Appreciate it, Austin. And yeah, look, I love Danzy Swanson. I love Freddie Freeman. I'm going to be cheering for those guys, um, except for when they they play the Braves, obviously. But good guys. They did great things in Atlanta, great things for this franchise that they'll always be remembered for. And when their careers are over, they'll be welcomed back in Atlanta with open arms. But um, again, it's just the state of the business. Uh, Corey Carter says Braves culture torch passing Maddox Lavin Smoltz to Chipper to Freddie to Dansby to who next? Uh, he says certainly not Acuna. Um, I think it, 
I know Matt Olson's not outspoken, neither is Austin Riley either, but I think it could potentially be one of those guys. Um, obviously, I think Acuna is the best player on the team and will be. Um, so there's a lot of good options, honestly, there for the Braves. In terms of leadership, I think it's going to be Travis Darno next year, and that's why I think it's super important now that the Braves keep him around, even if he isn't somewhat of a backup role. I think he becomes that that vocal leader for the Braves in the clubhouse, uh, as well as with Ozzy Albies coming back. It's going to be huge as well. Nestor D says, I would not pay that for Dansby. Goodbye. I agree with that as well. Kenneth Clark says, what is the Braves backup plan now at shortstop? So let's, we'll take a second pause on the chat and I'll talk about this real quick because, and we've obviously discussed this all week long, but on the free agent market, it's really Elvis Andrews or Jose Iglesias, both, Really solid with the glove, but aren't going to give you much offensively. And I'm kind of at the point now where if those are your options, just stick internally with Arcia and Vaughn Grissom and and roll with those guys. And if you're not if you don't think Grissom's ready to handle the position defensively, then let Arcia start the year there. You know, maybe get somebody for the bench. Maybe that is, you know, Adrianza. I'd rather get somebody that can handle the shortstop position a little bit better to back up Arcia, but I would rather just stick internally rather than, you know, weigh six, seven million on Andrews or Iglesias. If Hassan Kim becomes available from the Padres, I think he becomes your number one trade target and trade option, assuming Willie Adamas and Tim Anderson aren't available, which it's been said that they aren't. So that's what I think the options are right now, unless there's something out there that, you know, we just haven't thought of or that nobody has thought of at this point. And we know Alex Anthopoulos is good at finding what nobody else has thought of, but those to me are your your three options right now. You either sign Andrews or Iglesias, you roll with Grissom and Arcia, or again, if Hassan Kim's available from the Padres, you go and trade for him. And if I were betting today, I'd say it's going to be Arcia and Grissom uh, is what the plan is right now. Um, and I do agree with you, Samuel Riley. I do I do agree that Arcia is, is a great backup, and I much rather would much rather have him in that role. Um, but again, the luxury tax should not be this much of a deterrent for the Braves, except that when you when you go over that luxury tax in multiple years, then the tax gets a little bigger. And the Braves are most likely going to go over that luxury tax at some point in the next couple of years. So if you can get by this year without going over it, and that kind of buys you a little bit of time for when you, again, I think eventually will go over it. And I would hate for them to go over it just to sign somebody like Elvis Andrews. I just don't know that it's that much of a benefit, but I do agree that RC is better in a bench type role. I would rather see him there. All right, we'll take another quick break and come back, get some more of your, your comments and talk about what the Braves are going to do next. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. Super customizable, not a situation where you have to purchase things you don't need in order to get the things you want. The system integrates well into your home and it's easy and to self-install, so no need to schedule an appointment with a technician to come out and install it. You can do it yourself and you don't have to worry about messing up your home's design either. It's very useful for security and peace of mind, and it can move with you even after you install it. 
Just remove the elements and take them with you to your new place. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB and save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, I jump back into the, the comments here. Uh, user says, where do you think Grissom slots into the lineup? And I think that's a good question. Somebody on Twitter had asked me that as well. And I want to do that just because I want you to see how good this lineup still is um, without Dansby Swanson. And I can't find where I tweeted it at right now. But Acuna, Michael Harris, Austin Riley, Matt Olson, Sean Murphy, Ozzy Albies, either Travis Darno or Mar- Marcelo Zuna, Eddie Rosario, and Vaughn Grissom. That's t- still a really, really good lineup if the Braves do nothing else this offseason. And you asked specifically where does Grissom slot. I put him in the nine slot to start the year. Um, he's already going to be – this is if they start the year with Grissom at shortstop. He's already going to you know, be working on stuff defensively at the shortstop position and the pressure that comes along with that. I would not add more pressure on him by putting him at the top of the lineup. And we saw how good the nine hole was for the Braves last year, you know, batting in front of Ronald Acuna, essentially. So I'd put him in the nine hole if Grissom Grissom starts the year in the Braves lineup. Uh, Sorry if I missed some of these questions, comments on here. Obviously, um, got a lot running through here, and I really appreciate it, as always. If I don't get to your question, make sure that you ask in the comments section below. I did want to get to one other thing real quick. And if you look at fan graphs and look at the projections for this upcoming year and projections are what they are, they're, they're projections, but these guys are pretty good at what they do. Streamer steamer projections for Dansby Swanson next year, have him slashing 247, 309, 413, a 104 WRC plus 100 is league average. So they have him being just a little over league average offensively. They have him hitting 21 home runs. You look at what they have for Vaughn Grissom next year, and you know a lot of this is probably based off what he did in a short sample, you know, rookie season. But Steamer projects Grissom to slash 273, 335, 420 with a 111 WRC plus, and that's over 112 games. Where this they had Dansby you know, over 150 games. So offensively, I don't worry necessarily about the difference between. Grissom and Swanson. Uh, Swanson's probably going to you know, bring more home runs. He's a 20, 20 to 25 home run bat. I think Grissom over a full year right now is probably 15 to 20. I think eventually he probably gets to that 20 to 25 range. So you do lose a little bit of power, but you gain a little bit more contact oriented type hitter, uh, you know, a 16 to 20% strikeout rate instead of, you know, 25% or more for Dansby. So I don't worry about the, the offense at all really i worry about the defense and that obviously is very important at the shortstop position but i just thought those numbers were interesting when you look at the projections for dansby and grissom next year um samuel riley another one another person talking about adam duvall i had so many people loving adam duvall in the comment section on the last video and i do think it'd be you know a solid addition a right-handed bat to compliment eddie rosario and somebody who can play all three outfield positions um a lot of people saying that dansby isn't worth 25 plus million a year that's a massive overpay says blair mcbride i agree 
Uh, Josh Ghetto says, I keep reminding myself that the Astros let Correa, Springer, Cole, and others walk, and they are still the best team. He says in the AL, but they're the best team in all of baseball. It's possible to replace your stars and still win. And I think that's probably a good place to, to end the podcast here. And I think that's a great point is that I get it. It hurts losing these players. It hurts losing these players. You're so attached to like Freddie Freeman, like Dansby Swanson. It really does hurt from a fan perspective. And I get that. And if you're hurt by this, I understand. I'm not, I'm not mad at you. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not making fun of you. If you are hurt by this, I get it. Look, it, it hurt for me when, when Freddie signed last year with the Dodgers. It hurt because he was a guy that I really loved and enjoyed watching. And it was just an easy person to root for. And it's the same for Dansby Swanson. But at the end of the day, baseball-wise, you know, I, I see some people commenting that, you know, fire AA, he's letting this team get away. You can't let good clubhouse leadership go away like this. They lost Freddie Freeman last year. They were down 10 and a half games in the division and came back to one and came back and won that division. Yeah, they, they fell apart in the offseason, but it was a 101-win team. This team is still really good, and it's still going to be really good without Freddie Freeman, without Dansby Swanson, because of the pieces that are in place from the work that Alex Anthopoulos has done. Now, we'll see what happens at the shortstop position. Again, I'm kind of of the mindset right now that I don't know if the Braves make any more moves. And I've said this all offseason. If they do not make any more moves, this is still a contending team going into 2023. You know, I would love to see them get an upgrade at shortstop. I would love to see them get somebody from left field. But if they don't, I just read you that lineup. We've talked about the rotation in the bullpen. This is still a really, really good team. And I got great comment from Josh Ghetto because I think this team, you know, you can replace stars and still win. And I think the Braves are set up to do that. Yes, it hurts. It hurts when you use a player, to lose a player of that caliber and somebody who was a great leader and a great club person in the clubhouse. But it's the nature of the business. And this Braves team is in a great position where they can watch some of their stars walk away and still be really good. Again, I truly want to apologize. I wasn't able to get to everybody in the chat section, but hopefully you understand. Thank you so much for everybody joining uh, joining me live here. I got over 300 people on a Saturday afternoon, so I really appreciate all the support. Uh, you watching all these videos. Please, if I didn't get to your question, put it in the comment section down below, and we'll see where the Braves go next. Don't count Alex Anthopoulos out. He may have something up his sleeve, but for right now, we know it's not going to be Dansby Swanson as he signs a seven-year, $177 million deal with the Chicago Cubs. That will do it for this episode of Locked On Braves. Thanks for making Locked On Braves your first listen of every day. Now go make your second listen, the Locked On MLB podcast, where MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective talking on every talking about every team from around the league. Again, thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. Follow me at Shortstop Ball. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the Lockdown Braves podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we'll talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 